Chapter 1. Happiness is the Road A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And so this experiment begins with a single word, road. It describes not only the physical location that was my venue, rehearsal space, and office, but also the process itself. The journey to discover ability, character, audience management skills, and much more. In this space, I'd like to explore the realities of being a modern-day variety entertainer. In addition, I'll tell you some stories from my own road and tie it in with your journey on your road. My story really begins in the summer of 1992. I was working full-time, writing scripts and performing for a themed resort in South Carolina. The main show consisted of live actors interacting with puppets, all very family-friendly. One of the characters I created was a street magician, a friendly hustler type. I found the guy fascinating and shaped him so that I could play the part. In order to be more, to be more authentic, I visited a local magic shop and learned a few very rudimentary routines. While there, I was struck by the cover of Eugene Berger's book, The Experience of Magic, so I purchased it. I rehearsed the magic with the other actors and the character became a small hit. Management requested that I use the character outside the theater to hawk and try to entice resort guests to come in and see the show. It worked like a charm, and I found my initial footing in practice of talking to strangers and getting them to pause and see what was going on. Being guests of the resort, most of them realized I was supposed to be there and played along accordingly. The resort seemed to be successful, and I was finally working in show business. The money was much better than the menial jobs I'd always held down, and I was enjoying my art as well as my new, growing family. In 1992, my wife Dawn and I had two daughters, three-year-old Carlisle and Avalon Rose, who was just 12 months along. Lest I'm being too vague, the job paid $20,000 a year annually, and that was a step up. The whole event seemed like a dream, and as dreams sometimes do, it went away. Over the course of the holidays, the job vanished quite suddenly. I came to work one morning to find all the doors locked. This wouldn't be the last time that this particular scenario happened to me. The resort had failed, so the investors came in overnight and shut it down, firing everyone. I went home to try to figure out my next move. All my tools, computer, word processor, and magic tricks were locked in the office and technically were the property of the X resort I went through the next five days or so in a funk, calling around to see if I could go back to, the, to managing movie theaters or moving furniture, anything, because I had a family to provide for. The trouble was, those old jobs weren't going to cover our bills. I had been reading the Eugene Berger book and became fascinated with the concepts that he put forth. Now, keep in mind, I had not ever performed magic myself, and I had never seen a single magic show. I was completely out of touch with the world of performance conjuring. In retrospect, I was very fortunate because I hadn't developed standard bad habits. The tricks included within his book were intriguing and seemed exceptionally out of character for me, and as it turned out, they were, but more on that later. Late one night, while reading and trying not to think of the bills piling up, Dawn informed me that the following day we were going to run out of diapers and groceries. We had been waiting on my last check, which, by the way, never came, and our cash was very low. I sat there, terrified. What would I do? 
Had I hurt my young family chasing this dream? In those panicky moments, I came up with a plan. The very next day, I took a small folding table and a deck of cards uptown during the lunch hour. I knew one trick with a straight deck of cards, and I used the character I had developed in a real-life situation. I had no choice but to succeed, to get people to stop, to watch the show, and to ask them for money. I was there for nearly four hours, and I made $17. $17. I was exuberant, overjoyed. I could buy diapers, milk, juice, mac and cheese, and SpaghettiOs. I, I felt wealthy. We feasted, my little family. I had a long, hard talk with myself and my young wife, and we decided that this was going to be our road. I started studying during the day and hitting the business areas of Uptown Charlotte during lunch hour and in the evenings. I came home completely exhausted and hoarse, but slowly I learned how to make it pay for us. I learned new tricks from books and sought out other magicians who didn't think like I did. In other words, I learned by comparison. So, this space, this book, will be used to explore stories, characters, and lessons learned from the edge of the road by a street performer. Along the way, I've performed on some grand stages, worked at bars and restaurants, trade shows, banquets, cocktail parties, all without losing sight of who I am and what I'm about. The road is a great teacher, and there aren't any legitimate shortcuts. But perhaps I can encourage you to stick to your own road and enjoy your own journey. Allow me to introduce you to some fascinating things I have experienced. Cleaning out some drawers recently, I found my old employee pass from the resort. I stared back at my own past. This kid, who had no clue to the future, two beautiful daughters to feed, another daughter and a son coming in just a few years, both parents and my Grandma Hilda still living, and a road that I had just begun. If I could tell that kid anything right now, I wouldn't. The road unfolds just as it should, and I wouldn't change even the painful parts. It crafted me, and it is still saving hearts. Your road is taking you somewhere if you keep your feet rigorously to it. Strengthen your abilities, craft it to your passion, and keep the faith. You are going places, and the view along the way is breathtaking. Believe me. Hannibal, November 2017